Find your super savings at the sale of our century, like our gorgeous ruby and diamond bridal set, now yours for only $1,299. T's and C's apply. You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Holy shit, Rugby League is back, Eddie Manley are back. <laughs> Welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast for another week. Unqualified opinion, unwavering bias. You get the drill, Eddie, hello. Pleasure to be here with the punter and the dribbler and your kind self, Thomas. Now, if I were to make a statement, I'd say you sound very quiet. Yeah, you always try to turn me down at the start of podcast. Well, it's not about that. Well, you make it about you, don't you? Well, I just you like look. to come in high <laughs> and mighty and and yell and scream, and and I always come in super faint, super at like almost like you're not in the room. Yeah, yeah, like I'm whispering. Yeah, well, look, and you it, do it every week. Hey, and I've had enough. Yeah, but look, I I worked it out. I've had a I, Okay, well, mate, look, I promise it will not happen again. This podcast. <laughs> Not Thank the best you. start. Not ideal. Sorry, punters, dribblers. Welcome back for another week. Hell of a weekend yeah. of sport. Yeah, great week. Lots going on. Love. I love March for, for sport, Tom. Well, thank God we're not in February anymore. You know what I oh, mean? Like The dark days. The, the dark, dark month. month. The darkest month of all time. We yeah. were able to see that month out. We saw it out. We waded through it. And I think we're the better for it now. Yeah, yeah. We've matured. We have matured. We've grown. We knew what we were capable of dealing with. But also, it gives us a fresh appreciation for March sport. That's right. And mm-hmm. and March sport couldn't be any better at the moment. No, no. Just sport in general has a hum on. Big hum on. And I'm really just enjoying living in a time when I, sport's happening. Absolutely. I think I think what it is is that it's it's fresh. You Very know what fresh. I mean? Yeah. New sports. Because I think we can all acknowledge that towards the end of summer, even for people that love as love as much cricket as you and I do, mm. it starts to get a bit it gets very lot tiresome. Long in the bit, tooth. It gets very long in the tooth. So it's good to be in a new month. In a new sport. In a new um, season. Yes, new season. Just digesting new fruits. Tom. That's it. Exactly. New season, new fruits. New and the fruits. fruits toast. They're right. Toast. They are. They're right. They're in the season. They're baby. in season. It's great. Tell you, I tell you, just this is sort of very much going into the fruit season. Uh, I love... Winter mandarins. Just going to say, that's how I know rugby leagues around mandarins. Yeah, yeah. They're coming back as soon as you have your first fucking mandarin. You you know you're like origins probably almost. Yeah, around yeah, the corner. yeah. When you're sucking on a mandy, then you, you know that it's origin. You're in the depths of a rugby league season. Uh, and, and if you don't like mandarins, punters, dribblers, then switch off now. You switch. probably have, you've never had a good one. Put it that way. <laughs> exactly. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. You put the perfect mandarin in your mouth, and thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So anyway, I think it's time we should probably get into a little bit of sport, Eddie. Love to. There's a bit on, obviously, rugby league. Yeah. Obviously, rugby league. Manly had a record win. I don't know if anyone saw it or heard about it, but they did. We'll uh, touch on that. We'll touch on that. A couple other rugby league stories to go around. Uh, uh, warm-up's gone awry, Tom. Warm-up's gone, warm gone awry. Uh, DMC's done good. Mm. Uh, the great Shane Keith's at it again, Tom. Shane Keith's just fucking taking uh, the piss. Yeah, the man. Shane's taking the piss. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've also got a uh, the Honey Bachelor. The Honey Badger, being a bachelor. <laughs> yeah, correct. I don't uh, mind the Honey Bachelor. Well, I don't mind the Honey Bachelor either. We might have to stick with that. Uh, and the A-League, Tom. They've, they've sunk to new lows. Yes. I'd like to discuss that. Okay, we'll get into all that right after this. Let's rip it. Well, Eddie, it was a, it was a round for the DMCs, wasn't it? it, that, w- yeah, it those was. dirty merger clubs, they've done good. 
Mm. It's been a great start to the season for the DMCs. DMCs done good. Dragons and Tigers both go undefeated in the first two rounds. But let's be honest, I think we all expected far less from the Tigers. Had them all in like in and around Spoonville. Everyone had them in and around Spoonville. And I even think that the, the supporters of the Tigers would, would be there first to put their hands up and say, look... We weren't ruling out a spoon. No, we weren't. We certainly weren't. We were, we were preparing the the draw for a potential for a spoon. Yeah, when you bring when you bring old Benji back at the age of forty, and then Josh Reynolds goes down before the season even starts, you sorta you sorta expect to be in and around Spoonville. That there's every chance a spoon is in your immediate future. But I and yourself and and the pundit really, I don't think they could ever have seen the second coming of of Benji Marshall. No, not at all. Not not to this. And look, and then not just the second coming of Benj, but also just the Tigers. Uh, they're knocking off the Roosters and the Storm, two premiership favourites back to will they, back. Will they premier, well, if they do the cows, they've done all three. They've done the top three. You know what I mean? And really, like, I can't see anyone outside of those three winning the comp. No. NRL's, it's a funny business. It's a, it's a weird business. It's a weird business. It's a funny business. But outside of those three teams, I think, when the get when it the going gets tough when the going gets tough in September, Tom, you know what I mean? Yeah, September footy is a different beast. Yes, I think then the cream will rise to the top. Oh, big time! But let's not let's not let's not take away from what has been a magnificent start for DMC. No, that's it. And and look, I I we didn't think DMC's had it in them. No, we didn't think DMC's had it in them, and that's why you know we're always we're always very forthcoming in acknowledging you know when we obviously not wrong but have been surprised by a result. Yeah, and. Do not get it twisted. Very, very surprised and happy for DMC fans. Mm. But I would sort of say in the same breath, Eddie, and I think you would agree with me, and I think all non-DMC supporting rugby league fans, punters and dribblers the world over would agree that no one sees this going for too much longer. <laughs> no, 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 I think it's going to be fairly fleeting. Yeah, oh. like this is a this is a Santa Claus isn't real sort of a situation yeah, where yeah. we're all like, you know, oh, this is this is crazy. Look, dare to dream, Tigers fans. I'm telling you, like in the next couple of weeks, some beds are going to be shut, yeah. and all this will be a distant memory of early season form. Yeah. I, look, I couldn't agree more. I, I don't see a Leicester City situation on our hands. As much as I'd love to. As, as much as I'd love to. Because we love getting around, uh, you know. And for the long-term punter and the dribbler, they know how much we got around the, a fairy tale. Well, we were we were thanked or in the, the Leicester City speeches. Yeah. We, were, we were there. They Claudio, brought us out. Claudio Ranieri. He's a friend. He's a friend. He's a, friend. <laughs> he's a good friend. We get past all the time. <laughs> he loves my spag ball. He's a, he's a glorious man, a beautiful man. But that's, I mean... We digress. Way, look, we don't mean to name drop, but it's just what we're saying is like we get around these sort of these amazing stories, kind of because we can see them happening. We yeah. don't, I just don't see it happening with the Tigers, yeah. personally. No, but I mean, I mean, we 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 say this at the beginning of every show. We don't know anything. We no. know nothing. <laughs> we know absolutely nothing. No. But we but we do have a an tr- eye for these things. We have got a good track record. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the track record's almost unblemished. Did you see Benji Marshall? When he when he he was doing an interview and then he sort of stops and waves made sure over everyone got over and supported Billy. Class act. He's a class act. Benji. He's a class act. And you know what? That also not that he was no, never not a class act, but I feel like now he's an elder statesman of the game. Well, he's he's a he's a is he a journeyman? 
Well, he is a journeyman, but by virtue of not of, of age. Yeah, I don't think it's like it's Willie not, Mason. It's not, it's not a Willie Mason. It's not a Mason situation, no, 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 which no. is like twelve clubs. No, no, because no. you know it's the same as like uh, Ennis. I wouldn't even call Ennis a journeyman because he finished as a very good player. Well, he finished as a as a as a, as a, as a champion. Premier, as a champion. You yeah. know, same with Jimmy Maloney. I wouldn't call him a journeyman. Yes, he is a journeyman technically. If Maloney goes on but, a couple but, more years, but not in the not in the. Classic sense of the word. No, you know what I mean? no. no. Think of Willie Mason. Yeah, and you know what we're saying. Mace became a real yeah. journeyman. Nate but, Miles is a yeah, journeyman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're journeyman. Benji's an elder statesman. Yes, he's seen a few winners. Seen a few winters and some Septembers. And so, he has seen some Septembers. And he's also done some things that will go down in the history of the game. Like the flick pass. Yeah. is a great grand final moment. So mm. he's an elder statesman. He was very respectful. He got all the boys over to see to to, to cheer off Billy. Um. But congrats to the DMCs. That's what really matters here. That's all we're getting at. DMC's done good, and, I mean, it couldn't happen to uh, two more underwhelming clubs. <laughs> to anyone that that maybe wasn't having the greatest Sunday of their life yesterday, because I personally was. Yeah. If you weren't having the best Sunday of all time, then... If you weren't having the greatest Sunday of all time... probably... You probably didn't get to see the 4 o'clock game. <laughs> Uh, that being the one between the Manly Seagulls and the Parramatta Eels, played in ungodly heat, Un- <laughs> HD light, on God's day. Yeah, but let me stress, ungodly heat. Oh, it was ungodly heat. If you live in Sydney, then you know exactly what we're talking about. It was hot as hell. I was and at it, the beach and it was it actually, And I think I, it, it's probably fair in saying that it, it basically peaked at about four o'clock. Yeah. That was peak heat. That was the hottest it got all day. Yeah, yeah. Hot as fuck. Oh, yeah. 40s. It was 40s for days all around the place. Look, look, it depends where you were, but I, I think 40 was... Look, that's just let's just let's call just it 40. call it forty. I mean, are we nickel and diming on a couple of degrees? I'm not, but I'm saying that's the that's the that's the floor. Yeah, that's the floor. It yeah. was forty plus. Yeah. Let's say that. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy with that. Maybe fifty. I'm not. But that could be that could be being a little too dramatic. Well, not necessarily. If you're standing on a on a road or a bit or, of bitumen. Yeah, <laughs> right. Are you kidding me? Bit of bitumen, Tom. You're in desperate trouble, mate. Don't forget they take that fucking temperature in the shade, Eddie. Yeah. How many? What is it? What is it like? Six inches above the ground. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you sit under a nice tree, usually pretty cool. That's where you go to to escape the heat. That's not enough. That's not realistic. Let's not rule out fifty. Imagine the middle of Brookvale. No, I'm not ruling fifty out. I'm not ruling fifty out with that with that revelation. Yeah, yeah. Fifty's very possible. Oh, easily. Tell you what. Probably likely. The only thing that that got above fifty was the scoreline, Eddie. The scoreline got above 50 punters and dribblers, didn't it? Yeah. Because Manly broke a record, Eddie. That, uh, look, and we're not going to ham- ha- uh, hammer on about how well Manly played because that goes without saying. Well, the scoreline is self-evident. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, look, obviously they played phenomenal football. 56 Obviously, obviously they did. But I think that the, there's a reason that, that my support that. And it, it has more. I think it has more to do with the Eels than possibly than Manly possibly. playing out of their skin. Like, we played great, yeah, for sure. But, but. What has since been revealed to the punter and the dribbler, us and you, yes, Australia wide, yes, is that the Eels subjected themselves to harsh, harsh punishment before before the game. Before the game, usually after a loss, you get punished. Well, not yeah. before, but usually the playing a game of football, um, hundred well, eighty minutes in that sort of heat is brutal enough. Yes. You know what I mean? That's like sort of semi-torture to some people. Well, absolutely. Well, to you is. and I, it would be. We uh, may not see the game out. No. <laughs> there's, ch- there's a chance that if we were to play in the middle... We'd be dead. We'd probably die. Yes. So when you take when you think about that... You think about it from that angle... It's, it, it could be referred to in the right context as some, a form of torture. Life-threatening. What is, what is unequivocally torture, Tom, is to go out... 
in 50 plus degree heat, or call it 50. We'll call it 50, which we've established. Yep. And and go through what I consider to be one of the most unnecessary warm-ups possibly in the history of rugby league football. (laughs) Now, not only is a 40-minute warm-up categorically ridiculous in in every sense, like I've never heard of a warm-up that goes for 40 minutes. No. I mean... Have you? No, I've never heard of a warm-up that goes for 40 minutes. That's half a game, Eddie. It's half a game. It's an extra half of footy. It's an extra half of football. Why would you play an extra half? Before you've even played one half. You know what it is? It's like going, oh, yeah, I mean, and this is from a non-physical perspective is how I, it's like, oh, yeah, I've got to catch an hour train to fucking Penrith, but I'm just going to sit on the train for an hour beforehand if possible. Yeah. Why would you do that? Well, that's a very good point. I don't know why I would do that. It makes no sense. No, no, you know what it's like? You know what it's like? It's like driving to the train station, parking your car in the car park, and sitting in the car with the air conditioner off in 50-degree heat. You know what I mean? For an hour. And people go, why did you do that? And you, and you, surely there's no answer to I was such just, a- I was just trying to prepare myself for how fucked the train trip was going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was preparing, mate. What do you know? Didn't want to oh. miss it. And so then that, the scoreline starts to make a little more sense after hearing about this 40-minute training warm-up. In 50-degree heat. In 50-degree heat before playing. The, the, the pieces of the puzzle start to fall into place, yes. Thomas. Well, I was saying this to someone today uh, because obviously I can't help but bring up the, the scoreline to everyone I see. But it really does start to – the significance of how like good manly's playing starts to – not be as significant, like the more points you score, yeah. you're like, oh, this we're playing a team that is severely <laughs> they're dehydrated. dehydrated. <laughs> These boys are gonna need like intravenous drips yeah, after yeah. the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, this was it. This was getting dangerous. <laughs> um, I'm surprised the doctors didn't say something. Like, sure, yeah, aren't there medical professionals on the sideline? Well, I'm wondering who made the call, Eddie. Is the doctor who's, who's is it? Brad? Is it Brad? Does Brad make that sort of call, or is Brad just going on like the the trainer's opinion? I'd like to get Brad on the blower. I'd love to hear what and Brad just has go, to say. Listen, mate, like, was that what, necessary? What, what were you thinking? Yeah, there's photos that have come out of like people like on their off, like on their, you know, like, on their squash, haunches. Yeah, on their haunches. I was, I was, didn't want to say the wrong word. No. I was like, because you know, you, haunches is a weird word. You know, <laughs> you can't like, just drop haunches uh, yeah. if it's not the correct word. Yeah, yeah. not if, not if you're absolutely correct. No, I wasn't. So no. I, I went away from it. <laughs> you have to be careful there. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Like players, several players on their haunches, Tom, clearly in distress. In the warm up. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And I know that because they've got their training jerseys on. Why? Don't you reckon the players at some point could have just come out and go, hey, Brad? But but is that that anti, like, is that anti sentiment? Like, well, what about the captain then? If if, if the captain can't say it, then who the fuck can? I'd be going, oi, Brad, it's fucking 50 degrees here. We're about to go and play one of the great clubs. Mm. Uh, an arch rival. An arch rival. Fibros and Silver Spoons. Silver bro. Tails. Silver Tails. Thank Same you. thing, though. Oh, man, much of much. Much of a muchness, I guess. You could say a tail. Silver. Silver. Silver is the common denominator. <laughs> uh, Brad, we're at, at Fortress Brookvale. No, I'm not calling it Lotto Land. At Fortress Brookvale. But, but also, Brad, Brad knows the place. He, he knows used it to inside work out. There. He knows it inside out. He knows how hot that place can get. Surely he's been there on a stinker. Yeah. There's been plenty of them. Plenty. Over, there's been yeah. plenty of stinkers there. And he surely knows that one of the hardest places to play in a stinker is, is Fortress Brookvale. Absolutely right. Unless you are already... Well, especially after a 40-minute pregame warm Maybe. Maybe Brad was losing a little bit. Maybe Brad got to the stadium early and sat in his car. <laughs> Tom. Mm-hmm. The A-League. 
Love it. Back at it. It's how good. Now, Still going, is it? Yeah. Oh. So, you know how a couple of weeks ago we said that the A-League needs to bring back marquee players? Yes. Are they doing that? I think there's signs they're doing it. Oh, really? I think there's signs they're doing it because they're, they're sta- I reckon they're stacking the coffers. Oh, start, getting some money together. Start getting some money together. Make a big play. Make a big play for some marquee players. Okay, what's why? What do you? What makes you think this? There was a there was an incident specifically that I'm referring to over the weekend. Okay, okay, and it was in the it was the Melbourne victory versus the Central Coast Mariners Foundation Clubs blockbuster match. Real blockbuster. Victory got the got the bickies five two. Congrats to them. But there was a specific moment in the game that makes me think that the A League and 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 Football Australia is mm. is stacking the coffers for a big play. Okay. And that is, it came in, you know, whatever minute it was in the game when the ball has shot through the net and like broken the net. The net's broken. So obviously you think, look, the net's broken. What are they going to do about it? You know what I mean? Surely there's ground staff that, that are going to fix the net. Spare nets. Well, they'd be, you'd assume a fresh net. A fresh net. Or they'd fix it. Or you just tape the net. Yeah. So what happens becomes like, Rather farcical, I think it's fair to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bush League. Is probably, Bush League Bush shit. League was a, was a term that came to mind. Park footy. Park footy stuff. Was no tape. They didn't have any tape. Well, there wasn't any tape. Tape kicking about. Okay. So, you know, that takes a little while to establish where's the tape. I imagine someone's, you know, going to the corner store. Someone's just nipped down to the fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's jumping his ute and nipped down. Yeah. He's brought back the tape. Okay. Then, okay. Well, who's going to tape the net? Again, you'd assume ground staff. Ground staff would be... If, if I was tasking anyone with sort of a job of that magnitude, ground staff seemed to be there. You'd, you'd go with ground staff. Yeah. No. No? No, the players are going to do it. <laughs> the players are taping the net. <laughs> no, the players are going to tape it. So the players start to tape the net, two oh of them. Oh, my God. Yeah. But but then soon realise that, like, maybe they don't, they're not sort of tall enough oh, to get up there. Oh, shit. And so, like, you know, I think... The players are sort of looking around, like, do we do we need to do what what is now required? Like, what? And the crowd starts to realise what's what's going to be required, and that someone's going to need to be boosted. <laughs> we need to boost a player up to, to get the net. Someone's going to be boosted up, and so they're sort of like delaying it. But then it becomes more and more evident that that it, if no one's boosted, this yeah, game is yeah, kicking off. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah. Well, this game's not going to not going to end. So, so it was just quickly. So the net broke and gameplay stopped yes. until we could fix this net. Yes, until the players could fix it. Tom. Well, obviously. It became evident that there was no one else to fix it other than the players. The players didn't go get the tape as well, did they? Well, look, I missed that bit, but I'm, I think it's safe to assume that if they, they, they're running boosts, if boosts are player or player, yeah, I, I think it's safe to assume, assume rather that a player probably went and got, got the, tape. the tape, maybe out of his out of his bag. Could have even been socked. You know how you, you tape your boots, tape your socks. Yeah. Well, in soccer, you absolutely tape your socks because you've got shin pads. Yes, exactly. I think it's very safe to assume that a player's run off. Run to his bag, playing kit, and, yeah. and he's brought back some tape. And we, and we, and so, and so he's had to get. He's, did we boost? Did we get a boost? So we come back, and you know, not high enough, not tall enough to sort of wrap it properly yeah. up to up to A League standards, Tom. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So- <laughs> So a player has needed to be boosted up. It is, it is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. We'll probably try find it. We will try and find we'll put that. it on the on the Instagram page. Hello Sport Podcast. Yes, for the punter and the dribbler. Go and check it out. It is go and check it. It out. is hilarious. But also, more importantly, I think it's 
The the A it's the it's the it's the it's the sign we needed that the A League's taking our marquee uh, reimagining seriously. Yeah, it's the, it's a step in the right direction from the FFA and the A League. <laughs> yeah, in clearly sort of setting an agenda, which is marquee signings. Why don't we just get rid of the nets altogether? Yeah, <laughs> save money on nets. Mate, did you, did you play with a net when you were like under six? I don't Never. remember. I don't no. even remember having a net. No, you don't need one. No. Or as part of training, do we maybe start training these players how to tape nets? Net etiquette. Look, guys, you can rule out Mondays. Mondays are <laughs> bring your own nets. <laughs> bring your own nets. <laughs> And it's compulsory now for all players to bring clear tape because that black stuff looked pretty ordinary on those white posts. You know, at Dodo, we don't think you should waste money on the things you need, like fast internet. You should waste it on the things you want. <laughs> That's why when you need fast NBN with unlimited data, we've got it for just 65 bucks a month. <laughs> Save money on the internet so you can spend money on the internet, like on a drone that delivers nachos. <laughs> Dodo. Not as stupid as we look. Call 13Dodo or visit dodo.com. Min cost 1560 over 24 months plus 2490 shipping. Selected areas only. Speeds confirmed once active. <sighs>
you know, they're offering me a couple of, you know. I don't Probably know. A, what, a mil? Well, I think so. Got a mil. Like, let's say Sophie Monk got a million. I reckon he'd be getting 700. Yeah. He wouldn't be. He's not on Sophie Monk cash. No, he's not. So, I, don't, I wouldn't have assumed I w- him. I wouldn't have assumed he's on Monk bickies. I wouldn't have said that. I mean, you're talking about an ex-Bardo star, yeah, Exactly right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, don't get it twisted. <laughs> she was also an extra in Entourage. Yeah. So let's, I mean, <laughs> come, come on. Show some respect. <laughs> My God. Jesus. Well, we're not, we're not calling her, you know, she's not on Monte Carlo money. No, exactly. No, she's not on Monte Carlo. He isn't. He isn't. No, he isn't. <laughs> but, I mean, she's the Monte Carlo. Yeah, yeah. She's a Tim Tam. Yeah, fuck yeah, she is. He's a home brand. But, well, no, he's not a home brand. Even. Not That's home not, brand. He's not home brand. But he's, he's something. He's something. Scotch finger. Yeah, sure. He's a Scotch finger. He's a Scotch finger. Timeless, proven himself. Yeah, he's, he's out and about. <laughs> but I think I think what it is 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 he needs the bickies. Yeah, right. He needs the bickies. I can't. I mean, maybe, maybe. Couldn't he still be playing rugby, Eddie? I don't know. He's not that old. It's <laughs> clearly a reason. I know, but I'm wondering whether it's profile related, <laughs> financial for the family, which is is fair. I'm, I wouldn't knock a man for that. But maybe are we ruling out that Nick's after love? Are we ruling that out? Because by all accounts, all of accounts, as as, as high profile as he is, as scotch finger as he is, he's a, he's a, from what I've heard, Tom, and look, I don't know him, but I've heard that he's, he's a bit of a weird bloke. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, like the way he talks in his Australianisms, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's how he conducts himself full time. Like, that's not for show. It's not exactly going to have the ladies flocking in. It yeah, might, yeah. might put a few people yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, oh, it wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised if he sat down to his first date with a beautiful woman and said, fuck, I'm hungry. I'll get the bloody ass out of a low-flying duck. You know, she probably gets up and leaves at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So he but needs... So I'm not ruling out love. No. You know what? We shouldn't rule out love. Don't say no to love. No, nah, we shouldn't. We shouldn't rule out love. Give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's try... Let's believe in love. So that's... Let's just put a bow on Nick. Yeah, we'll put a... Well, and we'll, hopefully Nick puts a ring on a beautiful woman. On a beautiful woman's finger. Wouldn't that be endearing? Wouldn't that be lovely? Maybe one day we get him on here. Maybe warm the heart. Because, I mean, I think that what, what I'm getting at, and this leads perfectly into our next story, is that is that the Australian rugby community needs a couple of good good heartfelt stories. Well, they need Nick to find love. Well, <laughs> quite frankly, rugby rugby in this country needs a couple of wins. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and they've been and they've they've racked a couple up lately. Wait, Obviously I, Nick's gonna find love. Nick's if Nick finds love, that's win. The, that's the big tick. That's the big that's win. That's the big win for rugby in this country. <laughs> <laughs> But secondary, <laughs> secondary to Nick, <laughs> finding love, is getting wins on the field. He's getting wins on the field. Obviously, that's secondary. That's secondary. Less important. Um, but, so the Waratahs got a big win. They got a good win on the weekend. What? And I think obviously there's a lot of a lot of Waratahs, a lot of high profile Waratahs. Time to listen to the podcast. Absolutely, there are. And hello to all of you. Hello to all of you. And and not for the first time, Tom. It seems that we've kicked a few boys into action. Well, that's it. I don't want to take direct responsibility for it, but I feel like. Sometimes you got to, yeah. and they've obviously heard that we've, you know, been a little bit hard on them, telling well, some home truths, Eddie. Home truths after the Haguari. After the Haguari's incident, yeah, which mean, we've forever, forever known as the Haguari incident. Yeah. Well I, documented. Well documented. I don't want to go back into it again because it's only going to make me mad, but I think that they really kicked into gear. Yeah. Big time. Huge win. Huge win. Bumper crowd. Was it? <laughs> 
<laughs> but seriously, seriously, huge win, huge win. Hey, 50, it was, but they put they put fifty on as well. I think they put they put close to fifty. There's a shitload of points. They, yeah, shitload of points against the Rebels, who had gone undefeated so far this season. So it was a good win, a great win for the Waratahs. Now I think you know they'd be the first to acknowledge that that on the back of a big win like that, fifty one points they put on. Fifty-one twenty-seven. So a bloody shellacking. It's Tom. a shellacking. It's a it's a, it's a, it's a it's your cut and dry shellacking. It's a, yeah, exactly right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So on the back of that, what they need to do, what they need to do, the Waratahs after their bye next week, is they need to. Well, they've got the Brumbies, but the week after that, well, they got the Sun. Look, look, I'm trying look. to look for a team that's. Then they got the Reds. <laughs> the Lions. The Lions. The okay. Lions. <laughs> that's so on the. <laughs> On Friday, the 20th of April, we need the Waratahs to get a big win over a non-Japanese, non-Australian side. That would be wonderful. If they can get through the next those next few games, Brumbies, that's doable. Sunwolves, doable. Very doable. Uh, and then go, and then Reds, doable. All doable wins. Hey, they're all doable. They could, they could go into the Lions clash with a bit of a hum on. Friday night footy. Love it. Love it. Um, so... Waratahs, if you're listening, that's that's probably the game plan. That's probably the plan. Keep winning. Get some wins over some beta sides. Yes, and then and then get a big W over over someone that doesn't reside in the Pacific. Well, well, actually, well, except well, for New, New Zealand. Zealand. <laughs> yeah, but we digress. Congratulations on Waratahs for what was the second biggest win for rugby over the weekend. Eddie, we always like to uh, interact with our punter dribbler. Uh, Counterparts, listeners, yeah. punters and dribblers. Our I think. friends. Our friends. Yeah. Friends of the show. Sure. Friend of the show uh, hit us up the other day, sort of with a, not a request, it was more just like a, think about doing it. Okay. Was, was talking about uh, maybe us starting a Hello Sport band. A band? Yes. No. Is that our cup of tea? I wouldn't have thought so either. I was, same exact same reaction, like a bit, ooh, don't know about that, but then I heard the name. Okay. The name of the band. What is it? Punters and collectors. Well, in that case, I'm singing. The great man's at it again, Tom. And by great, we mean Demi. And by Demi, we mean Shane Keith Wong. And by Demi, we also mean Demi God, if you haven't heard of what that is before. Yeah, well, I mean, if you didn't know that Shane Keith Wong was a Demi God, then fuck you. clearly been living under a rock. Yeah, metaphorical otherwise. <laughs> I don't want to say it again, but I will. <laughs> uh... <laughs> so Shane, 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 hey, Shane's used to getting hole in ones. Yeah, yeah. Let's not get that <laughs> twisted. Shane's had many hole in ones. No, he hasn't. Oh, yes, he has. <laughs> yes, yes, he, he has. has. He's one of the most, he's yeah, one of the greatest yeah. hole in ones men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's we've a, ever known. Yeah. Look, we we don't need to ha- hamper on about his his collection of work, his story, uh, his body of work, <laughs> his body of work's unrivaled, really, except for. One of the great shaggers, Tiger Woods. Yes. We said it last we week. We said it last week. But well, we're not going to go on about it again, Putters Dribblers. But I'm going to set the scene, the context, for those that aren't following Shane Keith as religiously as they should be. Yes. People, if, yeah. if you're not following him on Instagram, then you must. Yes. Because as the last time I checked, it was compulsory. As an Australian. Well, you, your citizenship was revoked if you didn't. That's what you I not, Well, that, I thought that was all. It was part of like when, you, you know, the citizenship test when it's like, oh, yeah, they're processing uh, well, immigrants. No, but when you when you go to get a passport or a driver's license, I think that's like the first question. I think it might be like, what was what was Shane's last post? Yeah. yeah. Have you commented Aries Shane under one yeah, of his yeah. photos? Uh, one, of the, one of the great pastimes. It's yes. an Australian pastime. Yes. Tradition, really. Yes. I digress. So Shane's a golfer, pretty good golfer. I think his handicap's eight. So if you play under ten, if you're single digits, you're 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 pretty handy. Yeah, you're fucking handy. Yeah, really. Yeah. 
So Shane, he's a golfman. He's gone over with his buddies to America. He's got shitloads of money. He's got a bit, bit of time on his hands. He's got cash coming out the, 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 back, the back end, man. Oh, the back end. I mean, he's, he's a wealthy man, Shane Keith, and rightly so. Well, he's a demigod. <laughs> exactly so. <laughs> but he's gone, to the, he's gone to the, you know, arguably, but, you know, a lot of people say the number one course in, in the world, mm. and that's Augusta, mm. Augusta National, where the Masters is held. Correct. Also the hardest course to play, historically. Like nine possible to play. Okay. You've got to be a demi. You've got to be a fucking gun. You've got to be a member, which means that you've got to be like American or generally American. Or playing with a member. And super connected or playing with an American. But apparently they're like, they're very finicky about who they invite. I'm sure. So Shane gets an invite because he's Shane. Yeah. You know, Um, Shane's excited about it. Shane's also never hit a hole in one ever. Oh, of course not. Not in his career. They're hard to come by. Of course they're hard to come by. But if you were to get a hole in one, your first, I could give you the hot tip. There is one hole in the world that would be the most revered to get it on. Without question, beyond debate, beyond dispute, there is one hole that everyone that knows anything about golf, hysteric of it, will say this hole. And it's the 16th at Augusta. Every man. Every man. Uh, And what's Shane do? Rolls in, drops it in. Do we have that? Do we have video footage of it? God, that'd be nice. Well, look, that's where you want to get it. You want to get a hole in one at Augusta, full stop. Yes. Shane steps up and just drops his first in. Are you fucking kidding me, Shane? Are you kidding me, mate? Are we surprised? No. No, we're not surprised. No, we're not surprised. But doesn't it just uh, steep the man in even more. Mystique. Yes, absolutely it does. <laughs> does he not just become more of a mystery? Like, how is who this? Who is this man? Who is this person? Are we kidding? Like, has life... I've never seen anyone been kissed on the dick more by just, like, the, the universe. <laughs> absolutely kissed on the dick. He shagged everything that moves, and like, apparently he's great at it. Uh, like, Can spin the ball a mile, Eddie. Tom, I've never, I've never come across a man more loved by the gods. No, you know what I mean. Yeah. Not since Achilles. Well, and to quote, to quote a great sportsman in Conor McGregor, gods recognise gods, and they <laughs> they can see a lot of themselves in Shane. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that's us for another week. Punters, dribblers, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Do us a favour, punters, dribblers. If you like the podcast, which I assume you do, uh, do us a favour. Head over to iTunes, and like and subscribe, obviously, and give us a five-star rating. Obviously. I mean, if you want us to remain at the top of the podcast heap... Which we are. Which we are, and which we will. You're going to help it yeah. if you do the like and subscribe and five stars and, you know, all that shit. Just just a little favour. Like, for, we do so much for you. We do so much for you. All we're asking is a little something in return. Thank you, punters. Could you two just not talk anymore? Find your super savings at the sale of our century, like our gorgeous ruby and diamond bridal set, now yours for only $1,299. T's and C's apply. I shop, I shop on a spaceship.